0: Welcome back to the Pats Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Hensler, and together we're going to explore different facets of athletic training, our colleagues, and their stories. So stick around. Let's be better athletic trainers. Good morning, everyone. (laughs) We are doing special broadcasts this weekend at the Pats... um, Pat's Convention. Um, Greg Jenkin is here with me right now. Kind of stopped by to say hi and talk a little bit about his time as um, Pat's president and what he's been doing since uh, since he's left office. Greg, thank you so much for coming by. Sure. Thanks uh, for having me. Let's, um, why don't you, a little bit, just real fast, what, um, what you've done in the past and what you're kind of up to now. Sure. Um, so
1: I served in as Pat's Northeast rep, starting out. Um, was fortunate enough, at that point, someone had um, needed to leave, and I was I ran for District 2 secretary, lost that election to Michael Goldenberg, and uh, Joe Izzy, at the time, was the District 2 director, and he said, there may be a position at Pat's. He talked to AJ Duffy, who was the current president-elect at that time, and uh, AJ had mentioned that the Northeast rep position, um, there was an unfilled position. so. I filled that for one year, uh, then I had to run for an election, and mm-hmm. I won that election because no one ran against me, <laughs> uh, and then after that service, so that was four years, I uh, decided to put my name in the hat for Pat's president, and uh, also won that election because no one ran against me. Okay. Yeah, so I'm pretty good when no one runs against me. I'm actually undefeated. <laughs> undefeated? Yeah. Um, and during that time, that was right when we were really trying to make a push for licensure. So. Tom West um, was the president right before me, Julie M. Ryan right before him. Mm-hmm. And then the push really came during Tom's presidency. And um, we saw a way to get in to try to get licensure. And that was because we had George Roberts serving on the right. Board of Medicine and we had uh, uh, Linda Meyer serving on the Board of Osteopathic Medicine. So we knew we had a couple, some voices. Yep,
0: some very uh, big advocates. Exactly.
1: Definitely. Uh, So when Tom left, um, we actually, at that point, we kind of modified, got a new lobbyist that was a little bit bigger, um, which also helped our cause. They kind of got in the doors a little bit more. And then during my time, I was, again, sort of the tail end, but I was fortunate enough to be part of our licensure. So when we got licensure, uh, I was the president at the time, got to meet so many wonderful people. Um, So that was probably one of the biggest things that I've done during my presidency. But even before that... Um, one of the things when I was the Northeast rep, um, I had some ideas of getting students involved. Mm-hmm. So I started the poster presentations, which still go on yep. now. And then I started the quiz bowls, which also continue now. And that has morphed to the regional with the ATA, as well as to uh, the national level. Also during my time as president it would also be when the concussion legislation was going through yep. that was and a big deal. I happened to, uh, be invited to be a stakeholder during a lot of those meetings with uh, both Representative uh, Briggs um, and Senator Brown. So we were fortunate there was peaks and valleys during that time that we thought this was good for athletic trainers. And we thought this is very bad for athletic trainers.
0: I I remember the first year solved a lot of the um, first year that that we were required to uh, practice under that. It it solved a couple issues, especially dealing with parents Mm -hmm. and um, certain school administrators. I know it made my life a lot easier. I know it also made things a little bit more difficult, but I think in all, that was, I think you you guys did a great job on that one. Yeah, I appreciate it. Definitely advancing the profession, making um, athletic training a little bit more in the spotlight, more visual of what we actually do and why we're there. And increasing the standard of care for our athletes in Pennsylvania.
1: Yeah, thank you. The, the interesting point, if that was going on the same time as licensure was, mm-hmm. so we were certified at that point, and if you look at the initial language, it says that anyone that is certified or licensed healthcare yep. provider can make these return to play decisions, basically, I'm paraphrasing, if you're an appropriate medical provider. Yep. And we had to push to get certified listed in there just for athletic trainers because we were the one profession that weren't didn't licensed have, yeah, at, we the, didn't time. Have at so the time. So they yeah. were going on at the same time. So when you look at that, and people are like, "Are you sure athletic trainers are qualified?" It's like that's why the word certified is <laughs> in there because they did recognize us as being qualified. Right. Yeah. So it was awesome. awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So now you um, you did a run with. Um, uh, with the ATA mm-hmm. for a little bit, I know you took the quiz bowl there, and then NATA picked it up, which is really right. cool. Yeah. So you definitely started a um, a trend going on there. Yeah. Um, talk about uh, a little bit about your experience. What do you um, What do you think that does for our students? How does that? How do you feel that's getting them engaged, and and what it's doing uh, for their confidence, for the profession, things like that. Yeah.
1: So that really was the impetus of this quiz bowl was trying to get students to attend conferences because maybe they have never done so they're not sure what they're about and then when they get here they kind of learn okay this isn't so bad and then you see the networking opportunities so we usually give them a reduced rate to come here um and then they'll compete and they see we we actually made the quiz bowls um pretty easy to the point that not the questions are easy but that there's no deduction for negative points like you would see on Jeopardy. Gotcha. So we wanted to make it a positive experience and the crowd at the same time is usually um, very excited. So, And then at that point, we're hoping that you know, it's a return on investment where they'll come back year after year. And uh, it did start at Pennsylvania. There was another state that was doing it, um, but ours was so much better that the regional saw it than at the regional, the national saw it. And uh, now myself and Really, a, there's a team of us that do mm-hmm. the technology. Lindsey um, Keenan, um, she's here, she'll be doing the Quiz Bowl, and cool. then um, she's with me at all the levels as well, so, and she's at Westchester, and thank goodness I have her, because I used to do everything myself, and it was not a good situation. It's a
0: lot to put on production like that. Sure. There's a lot of yeah. moving parts. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Awesome. So, what are you up to now? Okay, so.
1: Because of the concussion legislation in Pennsylvania, the youth and safety and, safety and youth Support act. You're yep. Correct. Yeah, that um, they asked me to serve on the Pennsylvania Traumatic Brain Injury Advisory Board. Okay. So I've been serving on that. Um, through that, we've been able to develop grants that help educate um, the Commonwealth in regards to concussions and mild traumatic brain injuries. Now, is
0: that the Concussion Wise program, or is that a different program? That's correct. Yep. Okay. So.
1: In Pennsylvania, through that legislation, there's only three approved providers, mm-hmm. and that's basically the CDC's program, um, the National Federation of High Schools, okay. and then Concussion Wise. So we were able to build Concussion Wise in, which is labeled yep. with Pats, um, and then we've received hundreds of thousands of dollars now to do this um, via grants through the state. Um, and that's now we're probably going on close to 10 years that okay. we've been able to do this in various
0: avenues. Wow, it's been that long. Yeah. It's, I feel old now.
1: Yeah. It's been going on. maybe off on the years, but it's definitely more than five and yeah. probably less than 10. Yeah. And it's been, it's been an excellent opportunity. And the folks see athletic trainers as the experts. And that's what I think is so important. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Because we are. You know, we're the ones that are actually practicing it. You know, I get there's researchers that know the nuances, but our goal with this is really to let the lay person know, and the parents know, and the athletes know that if you get hit to the body or the head, you're not feeling right, tell someone. Yep. You know, and, and that's what our program is. is the first part. If, exactly. If, if
0: we can get the majority of them and at least do a cursory evaluation, um, the removal from play right mm-hmm. then and there, we're already setting our athletes up to win.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And now we've. We've had money that we developed an app. It's the Pats uh, Concussion Toolbox. You know, I haven't heard of that one. I'll, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna give you to the info. That, yeah. I, yeah, I have to. What, if, um, if you look into it's any of the uh, the app stores, but if you type in Pats Toolbox, it okay. should just you, know, you should be able to find it pretty easily. And what
0: do we get? Uh, what does that app get us?
1: So normally, the app will offer you signs and symptoms. It'll allow you links to various organizations where you can learn more about concussion so education
0: more for our athletes and families. Mm-hmm. Than but
1: there are programs. The concussion-wise courses are also on there okay. that you can go directly to those. So it's supposed to be a one-stop shop. That was our goal and we're still building it. So if anyone that's listening says, "Hey, can you add this to it?" get a hold of myself and uh, we might be able to add it to that cuz that's what we're really trying to hope that if someone is just, "What do I do next?" this uh, will be all inclusive.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So um, what is your, um, what sports are you working now? Are you out of school yeah. anymore?
1: Yeah. So I'm at King's College, Northeast PA. Um, we have the unique um, dual responsibilities where I teach in the academic side okay. and then I do clinical uh, coverage and, uh, well, healthcare. I may mean, not use that term, but yeah, clinical health care on the, um, the athletic student affairs side. Okay. So we work with all our teams. So we have I think, 25 sport teams there at King's. Um, but we do have a liaison. So I'm the liaison with the football team and with the women's lacrosse team, and that helps the coaches, right? Who do I turn to when you have... You know, eight athletic gotcha. trainers. Gotcha. Who do I ask about? So Johnny. So you so. guys just pretty
0: much pull it and you have your like communication responsibilities. Correct. But when an athlete comes in, they, they don't have to work with Greg. They yes. can work with one of um, your coworkers, one of uh, one of the other athletic trainers in the room.
1: Exactly. Okay. So that's like a block scheduling type system, yep. but it really helps with work-life balances. I I I've usually have one day off a weekend. I usually okay. have a day off during the week. Now, during the week it's different because I teach in the mornings or have advising responsibilities. Um so you still have some responsibilities, right. but it really does allow for a great work life balance. But it's also allows you to model the mission of our Institute where I can teach it in the classroom and then they can see me doing it practically. And, and then when I need to, well, I'm accountable, whether I need to do things with integrity. And I think one of the important things that each athletic trainer needs to do is, Pursue respect for the profession. They can see when I do that, when a last-minute schedule change, and how I handle those situations, or you know, uh, a parent that might thought care should have been different, or okay. um, you know, maybe just the, being the, there for the coach, the, or the, of the doctor, day
0: kind of. It's right. you know, it's not about dealing with the injuries, you have the O behind the injury yeah. and all the all the back end stuff. Exactly, so I like to think of it as uh, you learn the science
1: in the classroom mm-hmm. and then the art of how to apply the science in the, the clinical setting.
0: I think that's an excellent way to look at it, yeah. yeah. How long have you been doing the block schedule? Oh, we probably started that,
1: it's probably been 10 years now. Okay. Yeah, it's been quite a few. The coaches at first used to say, we don't mind who is covering and we don't really care. Again, covering, right. that is a coach's term. Providing health care is really the athletic training uh, terminology. And then we took that to our advantage and said, well, if they don't mind that Greg doesn't necessarily need to be there at football, they just want someone, someone. an athletic trainer yeah. there, then let's do that. And it will allow us to have you know, better work-life balance.
0: So it kind of reminds me of how we did things with uh, USA Taekwondo. Uh, whenever we covered an event, we were all medical. So whether you were the ortho, the ER physician, mm-hmm. um, the DC, all of her tags just said medical, and you would, when you come into um, main medical, you would be assessed by somebody, and then from there it would be divvied out to each individual. But it was a team effort, yep. so if I were to eval somebody and I'm seeing some postural issues or some um, imbalances, and like, oh, go see the DC, let's get you adjusted and then work you with the PT, get everything set, and then I'll get you stretched, taped up, and back on the floor. Right. And it was just this awesome team. You got to bounce ideas off everyone, and, and in my opinion, we, got, we, we had a higher standard of care than you could get anywhere else because yeah. we, we did it as that medical team, which was, um, which was a really cool concept back in the day when, when I had started with that, and it seems like a lot more Institutions are picking that up, and it's, it's really cool to see the profession change. Yeah, and,
1: and you're right, exactly right. We do that, but it's also you bounce ideas, or if you're unsure of something, exactly. you know, you're really working as a team to say, hey, can you just take a look at this, make sure that
0: the things that I'm finding you are might, what you, you might find. Be a little, sorry, yeah. we might be a little more tunnelled vision right. where somebody coming in with fresh eyes will be like, no, Greg, what about this? And you're just like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I missed that. Exactly. exactly. Yeah.
1: And our students see that, so we model it for them, and then they take it to... When they get you know graduate and they go out to practice. Yep. So yeah, it's it's a great model. We think it works really well.
0: That's awesome. It'd be cool to see more more uh, more places to pick it up. I know I've I've seen it a lot more in the last few years, so yeah. hopefully that, that becomes a trend. And, I hope so. And uh, we get a little bit more worker like bound.
1: Yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for stopping by. I really appreciate it. Um, if having anybody us, yeah. needs or if anybody wants to get a hold of you, what's a, a good way to get um yeah. to get going?
1: Probably my email's best. It's uh, Greg Janik, so G-R-E-G-J-A-N-I-K
0: at kingskings.edu awesome thank you guys for stopping by thank you guys for listening um if you guys have any um any questions go ahead leave them in the comments we'll be monitoring them all weekend and uh um have a good one take care thank you for stopping by absolutely thank you well this brings us to the end of another fantastic episode of the pats podcast If you liked what we did here, please remember to like and consider subscribing to the episodes. Uh, Leave a comment if you have any questions um, or you want to hear any topics or if you want to become involved in helping with the podcast. Um, Until next time, I'm Philip Hensler and this was the Pats Podcast.